Cardinals. And it is one very special Miss Beyonce's birthday today. I call her Auntie or TT. Auntie Beyonce. But I wanted to take a second with y'all to just in this sea of people show love to a very special person. dedicate this song to you, Achi. That's right. Achi, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Achi. Achi, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Achi. Sing it with me. Achi, it's your birthday. What up, everybody? This is Bugaboo Hugh, a.k.a. I got work to do. I got a job, baby. There you go. And I am <laughs> Bugaboo Chardonnay, a.k.a. Neezy filling out this shirt. Uh, that's how I felt last night. Uh, oh, what you know, happened they, they last was, night? They was rubbing all up on my traps. Oh, on my shoulders. It was rubbing all your traps? Your he shoulders. was like, don't give me look. Let's sidebar. Let's pull over. We be ten seconds in, and I'm pulling over. But <laughs> <laughs> I, for those who don't know, I was in Huey's area last night. Did not see Huey. My bad. No, nobody saw me because nobody reminded me that they were here and let me know what their plans were. So That's I didn't cool. know when anybody <laughs> was doing anything. That was my fault. Um, it's but fine. I did see another friend there who I hadn't seen in a while. Um, and he's got this friend who, I don't know, since I met him, I'm like, yo, your friend is fine. Like, he's like, oh, I know he's single too. I'm like, no, like I'm talking like works out, but isn't like gross, like sturdy fucking cakes for days. And we were all drinking together and he was all rubbing up on me. And like, he's like, oh, you, you're stronger than I thought. I'm like, yeah. There's a lot of things about me you don't know, but I would be more than happy for you to find them out. And so I feel like me not being invited was intentional now because you already know I'm trying to like 
do that dating thing again. So I feel like you intentionally didn't let me know what was going on. So <laughs> have homie all to yourself. And nah. for that, I say well played. <laughs> um, the shade is, has been peeped and I'm chilly. Nah, it was never that. I was like, <laughs> I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of personalities to manage over the weekend. Um, I had to manage, I had to like balance the whole bringing a friend who's never been to DC before around, um, oh, and enjoying that. Like, exactly. So like enjoying that and, you know, being able to go everywhere, walk everywhere in hundred degree weather. And then like going out and then getting wasted and trying to do it all over again, hung over the next, it just, everything was so taxing. And I was like, I gotta talk to Huey. Like, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, Washington Monument. Let's do that. Can we take a break? Can we sit down? Oh, I just sweat through this shirt. I just put this shirt on. Jesus Christ. Like, that was where I was all weekend. But the next time, I'm 100% sure that I will be there on in November for DC Podfest. So mm. if you're around, we can make it, we can make it work. <laughs> no, I, I, I should be around. You know, I'm out here making moves and, and doing things and... and you know, just trying to be great and, and get some careers going. But I should be around. Yes. I'm not that booked. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so anybody that wants to book me, book a nigga. Because he's available. <laughs> but no, how you been, man? Like, how, how how's you know, your stomach and, and uh, life? And, and you, you going to church today? Um, I'm not going to church today. Um, <laughs> start. Let's start with the... Uh, the obvious one. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going on 45 minutes of sleep right now. Oh, um, bless it. That's what Beyonce hungover. shit. Oh, yeah, 100%. Currently hungover. <laughs> I slept on... Well, that's not true. I had, two, I had an hour of sleep on the plane. Um, <laughs> but it was like... Whew, man, I, I'm fine. My stomach... Um, she's fighting back today because I was drinking excessively over the weekend. <laughs> So she was like, uh, "You bitch, you thought. So you keep thinking you a superhero, bitch, but you actually work in the back room. Um, you you print labels for their business cards. Relax, you're not them. Um, <laughs> so that's what I mean. That's where my stomach is. But other than that, though, she's been definitely been getting better. Um, less cramping, less bloating. Again, except for this weekend, uh, I, I got another GI appointment, gastrointestinal. For y'all who don't know what GI is, it's not GI Joe. Um, <laughs> I need to go see one actually." Right, you, you should. If you feel like you should, you definitely should because it's easy. It's better just to know what's going on. Um, but yeah. I've got another one of those on the tenth of September, and so hopefully that whatever that is, it's good news or better news or like, hey, we're gonna keep you on this, you know, this regimen because it seems to be working, or it's gonna be like we're gonna try something a little bit more intensive, more pills. And I'm like, dope. Let's oh, do that. I'm already swallowing horse pills. But what about you? Listen. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's life treating you? You know, life is is treating me fairly well. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm I'm getting you know some more opportunities coming up, so y'all probably gonna be seeing me a little bit more. Uh, mm. I didn't know what was going on because when I I I would go to do number one and it would like kind of burn a little bit. Mm. Um, and I didn't know what was going on. And the thing is, I have been. Like, I still have my August virginity. I never turned that one in. It's now September. Um, so now I have two virginities now. I have my August virginity and my September virginity. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> I didn't know what was going on. 
and I, 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 I've been very well behaved and, and, and safe and all that stuff. So I'm like, why is it burning when I pee? This is awkward. Mm. This is weird. It shouldn't be anything sexually transmitted. Um, but of course, I had the whole panel done because I don't like burning sensations from my penis. Um, no. Everything was fine. Like, it, I, it wasn't a UTI. I had no STD. I, I, so I had to go to fucking uh, to the urologist. And being 27 years old and going to a urologist, like it, it really makes you realize that you, I'm getting older. I have to go see a doctor for my dick. I'm getting old. <sighs> like it's just, it was very awkward. Um, it was she was a very nice white woman. Um, and then she was asking me questions, and it was like it would be easier if I just like whip my dick out and kind of like show her like the areas and all that stuff but i didn't want to just like whip it out because the anxiety of being around a, a white woman and whipping out my dick i didn't want any issues um right you know the so office still working um but yeah it was just very different because that was my first urologist appointment and now i have a urologist and i just feel old <laughs> um but whatever it was i think it was a mixture of because I was drinking Red Bulls heavy. That uh, the green one, that kiwi apple one. Mm. Oh my, it's so amazing. So I was drinking those a lot, um, and I drink a lot of water at work. So, but I was like peeing more frequently. So that was the things I was like, I'm peeing more, and it burns sometimes, and I don't know what's going on, but everything's fine now. Um, oh thank God. Uh, and we're all in, in good working order and I'm getting old. So that's my life at this point. Um, and, and speaking of aging, um, you know, when you age, you die and when you die, you have a funeral. Um, and <laughs> perhaps the longest funeral ever took place a few days ago. And did you watch any of it? So I did watch some. Now, mind you, again, <laughs> super hungover. Um, just, <laughs> and we weren't moving. So I was like, I'm in this bed. I'm hanging out. Um, let me go and turn on this funeral. So when I turned it on, you know, they was they always got these news anchors sitting outside the church in chairs. Like, you know, they, you know they're not actually going in. And I was like, I, I, I got at least another hour. Um, mm-hmm. They showed Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson show. And I saw all these people walking. I saw Whoopi Goldberg. Um, I was like, did they even know each other? But I guess so. Um, cause some, some people be in there. Like I could have swore I saw that Lexi girl from YouTube and Instagram, that Lexi TV. She does like a lot of church comedy. And I'm like, how does oh, she get I in? Love her. And I was like, they, they must be giving out, like, you know, sometimes in the, the national African-American museum gives out time passes. Like you exactly. gotta wake up at six 30. <laughs> I think she woke up at six 30 and was on refreshing her event, bright, hoping for something to drop in. <laughs> Um, she got in that line. <laughs> as would I. Um, but no, I watched parts of it. So, I, I mean, I skipped over a lot. And watching it live, you can't really skip. But I did watch Bill Clinton. I think we all forget that Bill Clinton is almost 80 now. And Bill Clinton, oh, is, one, Bill Clinton is probably the most, like, one of the most white people of color we've ever seen. Um, where he's, he's got an attention span for about an hour and a half. And then he stops giving a damn. 
He's like, and he's sitting behind, you know, the pulpit, the altar. So everybody's talking and Bill Clinton's sitting there with his hands in his, like his head in his hands, stroking Mm -hmm. his temple. I was like, yo, Bill does not want to be there. We got a great glimpse of Hillary Clinton, you know, prophesying, you know, sowing seeds of love and life into Ariana Grande. I was like, what is happening? Um, (laughs) It was so like, I didn't need to see the arrivals. Right. I didn't need like to Grammys. see the people going up to the casket and looking like that shit is depressing. Um yeah. like all that that setup and then the family was late. It well, it 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 was a, a black ass spectacle. Yeah. It was like it wouldn't be In some the words of Jill Scott, it was this black ass. It was. <laughs> and I love first of all, my favorite thing. My favorite thing in the world is not, I don't like funerals, but I love home going services. Um, simply because black gotcha. folks go in. And I love when black folks start shouting and white people don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, of course they go. Of course they shouting. Of course they are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is what we do. Um, mm-hmm. But I was just like, things like that, like the music, the fact that they had all these, some of these people like, and for whatever reason, Smokey Robinson, they always ask him to talk at things. And he always talks for what seems like two extra minutes too long. <laughs> and because you sit up there you're like, OK, so all these extra pauses, what's happening? So that was weird. Um, we could talk about how creepy that damn pastor was. That's like, not even creepy. That was disgusting. It was like, well, because that's the and thing is like, you know that you're like no one holds. First of all, your mama should have taught you better if you're going to. If you're gonna love on someone and hold somebody that close to you while you're while you're celebrating them, you hold them by their waist. You don't exactly. hold them by their like by the where, titty. Like, his like hand you, was on her titty while her fiance was in the audience. And Big Sean sitting back there like, should I? Listen, like, number one, <laughs> the 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 shots of Big Sean during Ariana Grande's performance was funny as hell. Were funny as hell to me. I'm just like petty. This is like. Petty Aretha antics to me. Right. He was and he was kind of gracious in a way. He was like clapping and he seemed like oh. and I'll be I'm gonna say something Big super Sean unpopular. Fine as fuck. What'd you I'm say? Sorry. I say he's fine as fuck too. I he is. No, Big Sean's I, so I wanna good give him things. I wanna give him whatever he asks of me sometimes. Um I'm sorry, can say <laughs> No. Like I like I thought that Ariana Grande's um rendition of Natural Woman was not good. And Everyone's like, oh, she delivered this amazing tribute to Aretha. And I'm like, I'm sure Aretha liked her voice. I'm sure Aretha was fond of Ariana Grande. The only reason she would be there, um, at least on the program, at least. Like some, some of these people in the, in the audience, I don't know why they were there. <laughs> but I thought that she was, she came in way too high. And then I was like, then she was trying to find the, the note all on every time. I was like, it just seemed like, because, you know, Ariana Grande is all about just playing. She's playing rock band. She's playing, you know, Guitar Hero, where she's just trying to hit the notes. She's not trying to get the words right. And so she did that whole breathy, loud thing. She's like, oh, wait, that's too much for this. Brought it down again. And then the the background singers, they were not harmonizing well at all. Oh, no, they and were I'm mad like, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, this is and then Faith Hill. We're not going to talk about her. Because that was a hot ass mess. She was like, "Somebody help me!" And I was like, "Help you what? Like help you?" See we it? all were like, "Who is she talking to?" Because you you can't do this alone. You you need support. <laughs> it it was horrible, and that's probably why I wasn't. Because Ariana Grande, 
she could have done a lot better. I know that. But I was uh, lenient with her because after Faith Hill, anything was going to be good. Um, <sighs> like, hell, after Faith Hill, that Madonna tribute was amazing. Um, I hate you. Okay, that was rude. That was very Because that's not true. It's not at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. Um, but I liked her in her little dress, and everybody was mad about it. I'm just like, get over it. Um, that's really quick too. That's the other thing is that everybody was like conflating these two things. They were conflating how short her dress was and uh, and the pastor groping her. So to be fair, to be fair, like when people were critiquing Ariana Grande's dress, it was before the service started. Yeah, they saw her walking up in those high heels and that short dress. And regardless of how people want to feel about it, like. Black folks know better. When you go to a black funeral at a black church, there are ways to dress. And that wasn't it. Now, did that open doors for somebody else? No. No one no one has to no, not blame Ariana Grande for being mistreated. But like right. people just ran those two things together to try to have a mm-hmm. hot hot take. And I'm like, let it go. People were talking shit about this three hours ago. Yeah. Like <laughs> I like the like- dress. The dress was cute. It was. If it wasn't a funeral, like that's not a funeral. That's that's when you know we all got them hoe cousins that like <laughs> that are that are real pretty. You know what I'm talking about? That are super fucking pretty, and then they always show up to someone's funeral like they celebrating it for real, for real. Like this ain't not their home going, but the fact that they left this bitch. Like they, <laughs> and I'm like, what? This ain't the club. This ain't free before ten. What are you doing? I can't. You know. But no, that's it. it. It was cute. I mean, she she came, she did what she had to do, and and Fantasia. calmed her ass down. Fantasia killed the shit. As she took us right to church, and I didn't see that one live. I watched that like when I got home. Um, and Jennifer Hudson was great too. Uh, Clark sisters, as always, they were great. But it's just like mm-hmm. at this point in your uh your your age, I can except the fact that sometimes your voice is going to crack or, you know, you might be a little bit high or low, but um, mm, they still did. They, they, you know, just admit, and you know, Karen and then, ah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they set it off too. Um, it was cute. The creepy pastor aside, um, a whole eight hours though. Like there, Y'all gotta order me some pizza or something. <laughs> I can't. You see that? Those memes where it was like Aretha shouted, like, bury me. Like the <laughs> I, I, I was like, to go. I was like, <laughs> like, you know that Aretha's Aretha's ready to open his casket with her. Like, y'all need to let her go. Like she's trying to go home and y'all holding her up. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, she it was, was way right. too long of a funeral. Like she deserves all all the accolades and all the love and all the of celebration. Course. But eight hours, I've never been to a, getting gotten to a church at ten in the morning and didn't leave till six. That won't ever be me. I, that won't ever be me. You would have saw no. me get. I don't care who's in the casket. If it was my mama, I would have got up around two o'clock and said, "Y'all tripping." I'll Them see y'all. Fingers would have went up. My head would have been looking down, down. Like, <laughs> and I would have tiptoed my ass right on out of there and went to fucking uh, Chipotle. Um, and they would have made you think that they're like, oh, he just can't. He's take, He's going through a lot. It's just he can't grieve. Like, exactly. Like, no, my stomach been growling. I missed breakfast because I'm I woke hungry. up late. <laughs> I'm going to Chipotle. Shit. Uber Eats. 
You can go you outside, outside the church on the steps, got Uber Eats running up the bike courier with the shit on his back. Like being the damn vestibule you? eating, like right. <laughs> Usher come out. Are you okay, baby? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so um, good. What's that? Where'd you get that from? <laughs> you wiping guac off your face. Um, you know I stress eat. I, I stress eat. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lying in the house of God. Um, but no, it was it was definitely a spectacle. Um, so with that being said. I want to jump into to this week's uh, main thing because it's somebody's birthday. Mine. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to start off a, a, a smidge dark and then we're going to lighten it up. Give, give it to me. Um, okay, so, you know, with birth comes death. You know what I mean? Um, Indeed. And, and, you know, we, we just saw the homegoing services of the one and only Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Uh, Aretha Louise Franklin. Um, and I just, I wonder, like, when we're, like, old, in 50 years, probably more than that, because I feel like the bitch is going to live a long time. Um, whenever we experience the homegoing services of the one and only Beyonce, Giselle knows life from Carter. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that Houston will be shut down, that New Orleans thought it was doing something with Essence Fest. <laughs> Everybody making that mecca to Houston. Period. Oh, 100%. Period. I'm every, hopping on a plane. Every <laughs> September 4th. This is like, just shut it down. Just don't open any businesses because the streets will be packed every year. Um, I feel like it's going to be a, a, a big thing. They're going to be like party flyers and, and you know, uh, parties and VIP tables every year. Oh. Uh, just ratchet as fuck, and like it makes me sad to think about it. But it's like the reality of the situation is, at one point or at some point, you know, she'll no longer be here. I don't Um, like to think about it, but you're right. You know, it is what it is, and I just feel like whenever she decides to say, "Okay, I'm done being down here with you, please," I'm going up yonder, um, where I belong. I just feel like it's going to be a celebration. I feel like it's going to be lit. I feel like uh, niggas are going to take off work. I feel like the government will shut down. Like It'll be a federal holiday, like Martin Luther King Day. Right. Flags flying at half-mast. Yes. Like Because we know what we're doing. It's, we know exactly what we're doing. I feel like Beyonce will be the first person to have a monthly holiday, like every month. Like the fourth of every month. It's just like... It's not even Beyonce Day. It's just Beyonce. I would totally do that. Yeah, it's just um, Beyonce. And and I feel like that would be her legacy. I feel like that's how like it will just be. But my thing is this. Speaking about time off, I feel like the from Michael Jackson's birthday to Beyonce's mm-hmm. birthday, that should be a holiday. That should be mm-hmm. a holiday pay. Time and a half every day in between should be time and a half. Um, I feel like it should be a celebration. I agree. And I've, much like Ramadan and things like that, what's the other one that lasts a while? What's the Jewish holiday? Hanukkah. Jewish, like Hanukkah. Thank you. Um, I watched the Rugrats. <laughs> Satyrs and stuff. No, I, <laughs> who knew they were Jewish, right? Pickles, that's weird. That's a new thing. No one thought about that. It doesn't matter. The point is that. In the same way that these things can last over, Kwanzaa is also seven days. So, like, let's let's do that. Let's just have 
a whole week encompassing the love and the joy and the celebration that goes along with these icons, and that would be quite all right. All right, who do yes. we call? Who do we write letters to? Like, I just, I just want that. Like, I, I, I watched Michael Jackson moonwalk on his birthday, and I was emotional. Uh, I listened to to uh, history because that was like the first album that I owned. Like, mm. holds a special place in my heart. Um, and then for Beyonce's birthday, I, I was going to take off of work, but I'm poor. So I think the best decision would be for me to go to work, but I'll only be working one job. Well, that's a blessing. It is. She showed her grace. Um, but no, that should just be a holiday time. Um, and with that being said, let's take a break real quick and jump into the Blues Clues and then get back to the B-Day celebration stuff. We Dope. Okay, so this week's Blues Clues comes from the year 2015. Mm. Um, because, you know, it's, it's the B-Day episode, so we're doing all the B-Day stuff. All right. Um, 2015, the three-year-old Blue Ivy Carter, um, she makes her mother the best birthday card ever. <laughs> and I just want to say the way that she traced those letters... Because you could see somebody did like the little dotted line letters yeah. for her to trace over. She did that so great for a three-year-old. Um, the penmanship, the the dexterity. Um, and I can only imagine the words that were inside of that card. The words. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, you know what? I'm just picturing blue. You know, you never think of those like old school, like professor archetypes they have in movies where after they're done writing their masterpiece, their, their first like passionate, real, authentic novel, and they, sit, they kind of scooch back from a desk, and they take their glasses off, fold them, put them on the desk, and they look down, and that <laughs> Blue Ivy looked down upon this card and said, oh, this is great work. It that is. This God, God's words, God's uh, penmanship, dexterity flowed through me, and put input, imputed this into this card, and now I get to give it to the queen of the universe, and I'm so happy to do this. She stood up, she blew out the candles, kicked the typewriter over, and walked away. Eyes high, picture blue ivy with this card because it is iconic. Yes. Nobody draws fucked up lines better than blue ivy Carter. Nobody. No, like nobody can draw a birthday cake like blue ivy. No, I was like, how like, you? It was. I was like, how your birthday cake? Look like a cup with straws in it and still slay in my life. I love it. Listen, like, <laughs> better than other people's wedding cakes. Like, and then right. not only did she make that card, but she also, I'm pretty sure she was like the person in charge of creating that, uh, like, playlist that they made for her. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, so Sean, Corey Carter, father, whatever you want me to call you today, um, what we're going to do is get the family together and we're all just going to, like, put a song in. That reminds us of, you know, mommy, because it's her birthday, and that's what we do when we like music. We 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 make playlists, you know. 
I mean, in your day, you made mixtapes, like, with the cassettes. <laughs> but now we make playlists. So we're going to get the panel together. And everybody's going to chip in the song. And what song does Blue Ivy put in? Part of this world from The Little Mermaid. Classic. Of course she did, though. I think I, I enjoy a cultured queen. Blue Ivy knows all of the Disney princesses. She also knows that she will soon be one. Her mom is all technically going to be a Disney princess in about a year's time. She knew that. Three, like, prophecy. Like, foresight. Like, Blue Ivy knows these she, things. <laughs> she does. It's, it's just there. And then her three-year-old ass talking about something. You used to sing this to me all the time. Like, how do you remember? Because Blue Ivy started, her memory started kicking in at three days old. Once she was, once she was turning over in those swaddling clothes to look at the camera for those Tumblr posts, she said, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> God whispered in her ear and was like, you need to take all this. And you remember this? Hold it in. She was like, oh, I got this. Look at this swap. Yeah, we good. Whose hair curls over like this? Nobody else's. I got this. Thank you. I'm a bad bitch. No, it held that forever. Like, <laughs> has not let it PSA go. PSA jeans. All on for that ass. It's, it is what it is. Oh, it really is. Yes, I remember every time you sang a part of this world to me. I remember that time you were a little bit flat, mother, but it was okay because you weren't in good voice on that day. You know what I was thinking? You Because Beyonce is Beyonce. So imagine when Beyonce, when Blue Ivy tells B that she was a little flat and I can just see Beyonce like kind of singing to her then like, oh, you're, like you're a little flat and this, uh, like the eye and the eyebrow cocks like, I, I'm sorry, did you, did Mary J. Blige walk in the room behind me? Who was flat? And then, like, I want to see, like, well, I'm not trying to be honest. And then I want Beyonce to be like, well, let's say, yes, you are super talented, but let's not sit here and act like you hold the notes quite yet. Relax. Like, I, would, I, would, I want that, like, <laughs> you might have the logistics of this household on, on, like, fucking lock, but what you don't have are the vocals in this household on lock. Don't critique me. Mm-mm. Critique everybody don't, else who comes after don't. me. Not this one. I, I want those, like, Mm-mm. those, like, because you know how girls test their moms as they get older, too? Then, you know, they'd yes. be like, they'd be the ones, yeah, well, I'll go out because I'm grown. Oh, you think you're grown because you got titties now? Like, I want, <laughs> I want to be in the, a fly in the wall when Beyonce and Blue Ivy have those conversations. Because it's not going to be like, oh, you think you're grown because you got titties now. Oh, you think you're grown because you got three Grammys. Oh. oh like, you, you think you you think that little run make you cute? You think? You think that little, that note that you held? You think, you th- resonance? Where'd you get your resonance from, bitch? Like. Like I created you, I gave I you cultivated, these curated you. What do you mean? You know, this is not you. And I even teach you everything I know because that's how I stay the best. Figure it out. This, remember, you can never be better than me because you'll always be half of me. And half of some chi and ass. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Let's not do this anymore. I just feel like I just feel like she'd yell it out, like because you know Beyonce Petty. So Susan, this is what blues six. So ten years from now, when she's sixteen at prom, I just see Beyonce leaning down the hallway. So Jake hear it, just like you, because you half of your cheating ass daddy. And he's like, "Wait, what happened, B? Stay your ass in the living room. No one's talking to you. Like that. you know what happened because you did it. We wrote whole albums about it. You know what happened. I missed the Grammy <laughs> talking shit about you." Get the fuck away from me. Just be like, I'd be the I'd be the only one. Not on Mr. Grammy. Yeah, fucking wrong with you. Get away from me. I sing about all the shit Odell was singing about and better, and they still gave it to that hoe. You know why? Probably because I was singing about you. Had I been singing about some fine-ass dude who fucked up, then people might have been... But no, get away, get away from me. 
Fucking what's ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire. You lied to yourself. <laughs> Janet told me to go overseas and get me a Middle Eastern, but I didn't listen. I just had to get a rapper. The bird jumped out. <laughs> like as it did, the I writing was hood, all nigga. over the wall once again. <laughs> she knew what it was. Oh man. The intro on that album is classic. Uh-huh. Um one of my favorite intros of any album of any era of any time. Um, but that was the blues clues. Okay. So B-Day celebration stuff, right? Right. If you had to make a four track playlist, a four track B-Day playlist, what four tracks would you put on there? Four Beyonce tracks. Four Beyonce Um, tracks to celebrate her birthday. So I would definitely bookend it with two different songs. So I book. So the first part, I that's not true either. You know. <laughs> so I would get me bodied would be the first song in this. But again, bookending it with ape shit because okay. it makes the most sense. I would probably put ape shit um, first. Yeah, I thought so too. But then after experiencing the magic of on the run too, and how it's such a great closer, and yeah. also experiencing ape shit drunk at the club last night like it's just one of those things that like if you want to go out go out with ape shit um it's just a banger um geez and so i would want to throw party in there but it sounds really cliche mm-hmm. but party is a good like cool it's like if this was a five song playlist i would definitely put party like third because that's you everyone needs that cool down go get your go re-up your drinks get your right. water go pee Okay, you know, let's, like, let's up it to five then. Let's up it to five. It's a, spe- it's a holiday. We can add an extra one in there. So let's do a five. Bet. That's the way I like to hear it. So <laughs> party would be that. Um, and then right after that, because um, I feel like only certain people can dance to formation um, mm. like and do it right. So formation would come after party because I love how hype that shit gets me. It's one of those songs that you can't help but have to scream the lyrics. Am I right or am I yeah. wrong? You're right. I am very right. Thank you. And then number two, and number two would be Freakum Dress. Like, that's where I'd put, like, those would be my, like, if for just for me, obviously. Okay. Like, there are other songs that people are like, you're missing it. These are hype songs. I'm like, I get it. But if you want Charnel to drop it, like, it's kind of hot, like, then you got to give me those five. What about you? Um, so I would start off with Ape Shit. Um, and then I would probably end with School in Life. Okay, because I, I just about that one too. I just I love school and life as a closer. It's just it's it's perfect to me. I feel like that mid that midpoint cool down. Um, hmm. But at midpoint cool down, I would probably go with hmm EXO. Hmm. We take That's our cool. break during EXO, but we can still get a little bit hype with it. Um, so the number two and the number four tracks, uh, number four, I would actually go with formation. Hmm. And then the second track, honestly, I would probably take it back to crazy in love. Hey, so I would go ape shit, crazy in love. EXO formation, school and life. That's my B day, my B day playlist, my B day progression. I take celebration. that. Um, I like that flow. I do. 
it's a dope film. Oh, awesome. Jeez, man. I would. Yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> so, I got one more playlist one for you, and then we're going to jump into the uh, Beyonce of the Week. All right. Your B Day Sex playlist. My what? Your B Day Sex playlist. Now, you know I'm a Christian. You know I don't be out here. Okay, your B Day Marital Sex playlist. The fuck? There you go. <laughs> We still you know gonna keep it at five songs though. You trying to get me caught out? That shit. I'm, you know, I'm a reformed homeless. Never mind. Anyway, so your five B day sex marital sex playlist. <laughs> so what I, uh, so it's gonna start off with with I would start it off with Rocket because Rocket's my favorite sexy Beyonce song. I mean, Partition's there, Drunken Love is there. So mm. it's either between no, no, I'll start it off with Drunk uh, Drunken Love. Just because that's like, we've all had partners, girlfriends, boyfriends, where you've been a little lit and you guys were just kind of fooling around, mm-hmm. grabbing and chasing each other. That's where I think about with Drunken Love. It's like, it's like we, we know what's about to go down, but we're enjoying each other first. Um, probably Rocket, because Rocket is long, one, and fun. So that I gives you Rocket. eight minutes added to that playlist. You need it. You're going to need it. Um <laughs> Jesus. Now, I mean, obviously, everyone <sighs> probably blow. Definitely blow. That's mm. probably definitely blow next. Because after Rocket, like, you know, I'm just thinking, like, you need to clean your plate, you know, <laughs> get down here, um, finish it up, do what you got to do. Um, what would be another one? Speechless would have to come after that one because Speechless is my like second favorite sexy Beyonce song because mm-hmm. I'm this is my sex playlist also doesn't have a beginning and ends when I made the party playlist it was like that's how I end my night right um this is just gonna be when the music stops I'm gonna keep funking so because <laughs> I live alone I don't I don't have to drown anybody else out you know like <laughs> so but it would definitely be that and then I would just I think I would end it. Um, with partition, just because I'm this that's like round two in my head. Like, mm. <laughs> let's go. Okay, Whew. I can rock with it. I can rock with it. I think I would, I would start off with drunken love as well. I just feel like that's a perfect like four play starter song. Oh yeah. Um, and then I would go into dance for you. After that, um, and then I would get really emotional and sappy next, um, because mm-hmm. emotional sex is fun. So I would probably throw in uh, "Rather Die Young." Oh wow! Okay. For number three, uh, number four would definitely be um, "Rocket," mm. and then I would close it off with "Speechless." Yes. I always thought that Speechless, like, could we both put Rocket and Speechless in the backwards order? Because then I think it should be. Because we talked about this before, how I think that Rocket is a continuation. It's the part two of Speechless. I Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, Yes. I would I would end we, with Rocket. I would switch those, yes. No, no, I'm, no, I'm not telling you to. But I think we both originally did the same thing. And I was thinking, like, you know, I would put Speechless first and Rocket at the end. Like, you know, like, yes. it's one of those, like... Because Rocket is super long and you like it just makes the most sense. Right. But 
I feel like it could be fun, especially if it's round two. Like, you know, he done got up. You know, I don't know how some of you, if you, if you were one of these hood, hood boppers out here still, you know, fucking on twin size beds and sneaking out windows, you know, he went and got the <laughs> rag, you know, you sitting there with your shirt up or, and you know, and then he's like going away or maybe it's this, maybe he went and got you some baby wipes, Come you on, know, wipes, wipes you down, you know, you know what, you I, brought you some, what I like to what? do, cause I'm like cute to? with my shit when I hoe and I have hoe company, um, I take a mason jar. And I fill it with like really, really hot water. And I get like mm-hmm. a washcloth or a rag and I roll it up and I put it in the mason jar with the hot water. And then mm-hmm. by the time, you know, you're finished fucking around and stuff, you pull it out and it's like a warm rag. Oh, see, that's kind of nice. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have mine and I have the companies. So, you know, I hand it to them and then they get it, you know. And it's just, it's very uh, convenient and efficient. And then they leave. And then they, the important part, the word at the end, and then they leave. Ooh, man, I mm. would love, man, I can't wait to date, but not really date, you know, where it's like, <laughs> you got to go home. I thought I was staying over. Yeah. Until the end of this movie. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, home. Yeah, we, we, we discussed you staying over next week, not this time. Don't you pay rent somewhere else? Don't you want to go to that place that you pay to live at? Like, yeah, go do know, that. I, like, that's I believe a- <laughs> the calendar, the, the the calendar invite that I sent you said sleepover next week. Um, today was just fucking. Um, but thank you for your services. I appreciate you coming <laughs> through. Um, grab a gift bag on your way out. Um, and I hope to see you again. Lordy. I hope to see you. <laughs> But no, let's jump into the Beyonce of the week right quick and then go ahead and wrap up the B-Day celebration stuff. This is our first one. Like, oh my god, I know. I'm blessing. We've come so far. Beyonce of the week, let's do it. Who's that? Who is it? 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 It's me. Who is it? Okay, so... I mean, I don't know if y'all heard about it. I'm pretty sure you did because it was kind of everywhere. But it was a guy at the Atlanta show. Mm. And I don't remember his name because if I remember correctly, it was long as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, he had four first names. I don't know but how that happened. Bless it. Because uh, what, what happened to three? You know? <sighs> I know people that got two. I mean, I got three. But I don't introduce myself as such. Like if you go, if you see ever see somebody on a police report and they got four fucking names, you know that's not because that's the police need to put everybody information. It's because they go by that name. Like, it's never, <laughs> if I got arrested, it's gonna say Charnel Blank. Y'all know my last name, but I don't know who doesn't. And <laughs> and so it's not gonna say Charnel William Blank because it don't matter. Like. I don't go by that. So he goes by all four of his names all the time. The audacity, the unmitigated gall to think that he's anybody. We can only, Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter is the only four letter name or four word name I even go by or talk to or talk about. So he is trying Facts. so hard to be who he wants. Who just, he, ugh, over it. You know, the admiration jumped out um, and then he jumped on the stage. Right. A lot of things um, happened. And then like, proceeded to to follow the the royal couple as they left the stage and then once the dancers realized what was going on the way they swarmed 
mm. to protect their queen. It, it 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 was really reminiscent of actual bees protecting the queen of the hive because they ran. And in my mind, they fucked that nigga up. Yeah, they were. So they get the Beyonce of the week. Right. They were like, oh, I'm, oh, we're kicking ass wholesale. Sam's Club, BJ's, Costco, and this bit. Like, it's like they once they've recognized, they're like, who's this white boy? And like, <laughs> I'm a white boy. They're like, who the, like, who the fuck is that? What is he doing? Wait, what? Wait, he. Because you know how you, if you, you, be in a, you be in a groove when you're performing. And it's like, so sometimes yeah. you're like, I do this every <laughs> night. Hey, I'm going to go back here. I'm going to drink my, you know, my, my mint water or whatever. And then you turn around and see somebody <laughs> in a sweaty, stained T-shirt. And you're like, that's not one of us. Oh, go, go, go. Code red, code red. Like they, they moved out like the Avengers. He's not, like they were like, Pew. he's not one of They did. They assembled like <laughs> Triceratops. Not Power Rangers. Get out of here. <laughs> Let's go. Like. The Megazord formed, and like I said, in my mind, they fucked him up. Um, but that just goes to show how much they respect and appreciate Beyonce. Oh, yes. You know, because in my mind, if conditions were as bad as some people, i.e. BB, have said, I don't think niggas would have, fl- like, exactly. they reminded me of the Unsullied on Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> it was just like, kill there's no other like, like that's all we do like <laughs> no other option the lines have been crossed and the the only option that we have is to kill um hopefully somebody can stop us so we can continue the store but <laughs> we'd be justified kill if we snuff this life out it would be all right not only is she an amazing person not only is she the best that we have right now on this earth but she also signs our checks. So you got it completely fucked up if you think for any You can touch Sean Corey Card all you want to because we're not part of his part of the show. Um, <laughs> Our money comes from Beyonce. Right, right. So that's who you're not going to touch because um, with or without Sean, she's still going to tour mm. and we're going to be there. But no, that shit was crazy. How, how did he even get on the stage in the first... Like, I think how did that happen? I think what it really was is what happens, especially I think every first of all, everyone assumes that you know better, that there are things you don't do. Some things, you know, you don't hide your money from the government and not pay your taxes. Wesley Snipes and Lauren Hill will tell you those things. Um, Things you don't do. Talk about Blue Ivy's hair or you lose your job and your careers. You don't do things like that. The other thing you do is that you don't cross the line and get anywhere near Beyonce if she's not inviting you near her. And so they assume that you're not you're not going to be crazy enough to get on this stage. So when everyone there's this mass exodus to get out of the concert, you know, security's more like trying to make sure everyone's just moving, no one's getting trampled, um, no one's passed out somewhere. And that moment that I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Greg because he sounds like a Greg would fuck this up, you know. Um, <laughs> Greg probably has a bald head, um, but he hasn't shaved it in a week, so he's got a little stubble thing going. Um, he's probably really yeah, tired. A little prickly. Um, he's probably not even a Beyonce fan. He's probably there because it's, it's Atlanta, so maybe he works outside Atlanta. But he's actually a very big Luke Bryan fan. So he's like, I just want to. Yeah, he probably working like Smyrna or somewhere. Right. He probably living like Smyrna. So he was like, mm, let me just get this right. And when he turned his head that slightly, just to look at all these, he's like, oh, these gays and these purple outfits. 
pew. Homeboy, he's like, did y'all see something? Y'all heard something? And then he heard that pitter-patter of steps above his head. He said, oh, God, I'm okay. So I might as well just take my black ass home because this ain't, this ain't it. This ain't it. I'm not, I don't have a job tomorrow. I don't have a job tonight. Somebody get fired. Exactly. So I think that's what happened. I think he turned his head because maybe um, little Tyrone, six-inch heels, broke. And he was like, oh, you good? You okay? And pew, this flew right by him. That's my, that's my theory. I'm not sure. Um, but I do know because I heard it on the read, uh, not, was it today? On the drive back from the airport uh, that he had charged with battery or something. So he hit somebody. Good. Even Beyonce and Jay-Z weren't pressing charges. So I don't know who's suing him. (laughs) But somebody. And that's so gracious of them both to not press charges. Like, they're not going to chase that. Like, what I look like chasing your $3.45 in your checking account. They probably ran credit reports. King and Queen. (laughs) They were like, um, his credit usage is 99%. Um, And like, he works here. He ain't got shit. You gonna go? You gonna spend more money than you'd get from this motherfucker? If he paid you two hundred dollars for the rest of his life, you still wouldn't get it back. Let it go. And they were like, "Bet." <laughs> but there was some petty production assistant, um, somebody, uh, maybe uh, a what do you call those things? A stadium worker was back there, and homeboy barreled into him. He was like, "Oh no, I'm getting mine. Somebody's paying me. I don't care if I gotta go through your four hundred one k, whatever you gotta do. Like someone's gonna pay me my money because this scratch above my eye wouldn't have been here." <laughs> If Greg did his job down front. So I'm sure Greg getting hit with a lawsuit too. Everybody's getting he sued. He should. <laughs> and everybody was like, well, where was Julius? Julius slipping. And then Twitter was like, uh, Julius faced backstage <laughs> for her to like finish. So that's why he wasn't there. The only time. Because he was where he was supposed to be. Right. Only time backstage. he comes out lurking is when she's on that damn runway. And he's right next to that runway, mm-hmm. like, look, y'all can y'all can screw up if you want to, but you know how big these hands is. I'm knocking everybody back. Like, and once she turns around at the end of that show, and Ape Shit is blasting over those speakers, and they're walking away, Julius is waiting back there to receive her. Because no one should be Listen. dumb enough to get on the stage with Beyonce. Doesn't matter. Shit. Mm-hmm. Kelly and Michelle had enough trouble getting on the stage with Beyonce half the time. And they were best friends. Like, I'm exactly so, like her sisters. Her friends were friends better than your friends. Exactly. So I'm like, somebody's getting sued. Someone's been fired. I can't wait to find out more about it because I'm going to turn this into a true crime thing. Who done it? I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> you, you and uh, Key can do an episode together. I'd do it. I'm not. I'm all for it. <laughs> what did you do? Crimes and color mashup. Hey, right. Let's get in here. It's like, so what's the crime? What's the. <laughs> They're like, what's the crime about? Oh no! It's that homeboy that jumped on stage with Beyonce. We just trying to figure. We trying to follow the court proceedings here. That's all this is. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man! But no, shout outs to the Unsullied. That is <laughs> Beyonce's dancers. Shout out to uh, Julius, who is officially Grey Worm in my book. Right. Um, and and shout outs to the On the Run Two tour and all the fun that she's been having and all the smiles and. The person, like, she's just shining on this door, and I appreciate it so much. You know why? Because she's happy. Exactly. This is the tour, like, I think I read it on Twitter the other day, like, this is the tour that Beyonce wanted the first on the run to be. Like, this very free-flowing, because at this point, remember, 2014, 
shit was hitting the fan. Like things things were things were yeah. starting to burp and bounce and shit. So, but like this is that happy love. I, we've got family. We've got un, like unconditional love. We've got money. We've got a future. We've got expectations. We have dreams. And Beyonce's just living her best life. She's like, y'all can laugh at her and her weird dance moves when she's just playing around. Y'all can do all the things she wants. Mm-hmm. She's like, at the end of the day, I get to go home to my rich ass and husband who loves me and my three bad ass, bitch ass children who love me. <laughs> and y'all can stay pressed and have to wake up at 4 a.m. to go work your drive through shift. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but Beyonce don't got to do it. So that's the point. And Mm-mm. she's just out here enjoying herself. And don't give a damn. She said, "Fuck." The, she said, "Fuck Spotify. Fuck the Grammys." Like she, she's just like, "I'm gonna do what I do because I've, I've, I've earned everything I could possibly earn. I've done it all. And y'all just gonna hate on me, hate on me, hater, hate on me, hater." <laughs> that was the Beyonce of the week. <laughs> Shout out to the dancers. Shout out to On the Run yes. too. Although they petty and performance songs that I didn't get to see, <laughs> but you know, if I can sell enough bus, I'm gonna get a ticket to another show, Lord. and I'm gonna go. Bow, who paying? I'm not me. I don't know. I just because <laughs> you you are Beyonce. Thank and you. what does Beyonce mean to you? Oh, why you do me like this? Um, <laughs> she is the sister that I never had. Mm. Well, what's the Oprah quote? She's the mother that I never had. <laughs> the sister that everybody would want. Um, no, but I think because I don't, I don't make any excuses. Like I'm not one of those people who are like, I love joking. I love standing around, but the truth is that I don't know Beyonce in the way that, she, that we would like to know Beyonce because she's right. smart like that. Um, but Beyonce, as I've gotten older, like obviously I met, I really experienced Beyonce for the first time, like as a real fan in like 2007, but as I've gotten older and had my own experiences and had my, whether they be like relationships or romantic, physical, sexual, um, Beyonce has kind of grown with me in that sense. Mm. So in those times where I didn't have words, where it's in those times where music usually fills in the gaps and Beyonce will always give me something um, to kind of do that. And not only that, but make me feel sexy and feel like, you know, valuable and make me like and give me the and give me the feelings that I feel towards people and what I want like every time I think about it I go right back to rocket she said whether you need <laughs> a personal trainer or a therapist, therapist. <laughs> like because I always say it, I always translate that she's like whether you you want to work out or work it out you know mm. you can come to the same place like cuz we've all been with somebody and you know you like them and you want to be everything and everyone to them and I was like Whew. Let me fix you and your problems. Let's do this. Let's work this together. Like, that was deep. So it was right. So like, so like, do you want to work it out or work out? <laughs> Come on, shot it. Oh, shot out. Ah! Shot out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, glory. Mm. But it's one. It's just one of those things. But that's what Beyonce means to me. Beyonce has always been a constant soundtrack. Um, of my life and I've never been more inspired by somebody who wasn't someone in close contact with me someone who I've seen struggle and grow Um, I've never seen someone with that work ethic somebody who wants to be great 
all the time because we all, you know, we all flub things. We all do things like this is a half ass, but people are going to listen to it or people are going to do it anyway. Beyonce takes her time. And mm. the word that I always use is she curates her, her art. Yes. It's something that she's dwelled on and thought on and contemplated just for years. She's had a, she's like, I had an idea in 96 about this, but you know what? I didn't have the means to make this work mm-hmm. quite yet. And then 2016, she'll drop something. She's like, yeah. So when I recorded Lemonade, when back me and Destiny's Child were in Houston touring, yada, 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 I thought about this and I found this and now it's here. Like what? Like, <laughs> so I'm like, she's just like, the, her mind is great. Um, like I said, she comes off as very sweet, very gentle. People who talk about her only say the nicest things about who she is and what she is, mm-hmm. um, probably to avoid their career being you know, like shot down, but also because it's true. Yes. Um, so I think that she's, she's an inspiration to everybody. I have a little niece who is a little light-skinned girl. Um, she's all mixed of all kinds of things, who looks at Beyonce and sees power, sees, sees elegance, and sees class. And even though I don't want my niece twerking and derping all over the place quite just yet, I don't mind, like, if she was going to have any other female, like, role model, I'm over the moon that it's Beyonce, because she is that phenomenal. Yes, I agree with everything you said. Um, <laughs> this, to me, is, number one, the, the first thing that comes to mind is the work ethic. Yes. Um, and at being in, you know, the creative space, and, 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 you know, having these shows, and acting, and radio and all that stuff just seeing how she navigates the space Mm. is inspiring to me and how much effort and time and energy and attention she puts into her work how much input she actually has although people try to discredit her all the goddamn time um the way she handles herself publicly is inspiring um beyonce is literally the 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 blueprint that I've been building my shit off of. Mm. Um, just because I, I admire her work and her work ethic. I admire her relationship with the hive. I admire how she navigates the, the media and all that. Like, it's just so dope to me just watching her do all this stuff. And that's talent aside, just the business side. To me, it's like this is how I need to operate. Like this is this is my standard. Absolutely, this is my base level, um, and I'm I'm not even there yet. <laughs> like, um, but then once we start getting into the talent, it it takes it even deeper because, like you said, music fills in those blank those blank spaces so many times when you don't have the words or you can't really verbalize how you're feeling or what you're thinking and that song comes on and it's just it it's all that you were trying to say and you're just trying to figure out how the fuck did she get this into four minutes when it took me ten minutes to even try to think about this shit. Like how did you sum it up so quickly and so concisely and just like hit all the points? Um I, I definitely feel like people don't necessarily care for her tone because it is kind of generic and because of that they're quick to say that she can't sing um mm-hmm. but sis has technique sis has skill like she knows what the fuck she's doing mm-hmm. um but it's just it's it's just it's amazing just being able to witness 
everything that she's doing. And again, I just, I keep going back to the work ethic and the business part of it because that's why I love her so much. The main reason why I love her so much is because I love how she handles her fucking business. Um, especially as a black woman. It's 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 phenomenal. Um so she means everything to me. Like it's just it is what it is. Um and I hope she has an amazing birthday. And I hope to be able to celebrate with her one day. Like hopefully, you know, maybe next year she'll be like, Oh, let's get those gay guys out here that have that podcast. Um Ooh, you know, be a blessing. She's just dope and 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 I'm grateful to be able to experience her in real time um and september 4th is a holiday for me um and it will continue to be so forever and always that's it but uh you got a you got a book of b well that i do sir See, there are some things that happen to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, specifically over weekends where I learn things about myself and I learn things about my friends. And, you know, it just like I said, I, t- I told you off mic that sometimes you really sit down and you just have the you start having drinks with your friends. And then like you just start pouring your life story out to people like things you, that you kept secret because you finally decided that you can trust somebody enough. To really, to really bear all of who you are, and you know that that's not going to color you differently uh, in their eyes. And I think that's very rare um, that we find that at any point, any time um, in our, you know, kind of in our lives. Um, but I'm going to go beyond that too, just because again, I'm in this very deep, deep mood, and and very much like the pastors um, that spoke at the Aretha Franklin uh, <laughs> <laughs> funeral. I'm going to do exactly what I want. Um, we're going to go, we're going to go, I don't know if it's even a prelude, but it's the book of B, you know, and uh, it's going to be chapter, it's going to be chapter destiny fulfilled. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, and everyone's like, what song is it going to be? You know, it's going to be a fun one because it has nothing to do with romantic relationships, but girl versus girl. And where it's just like, that friendship and like I, I got so much closer to a friend over this past weekend and we talked about like parent hurt, friendship hurt, um, feeling restricted, um, feeling limited in what we could do with the friends that we call our friends and not feeling like you and feeling it like you have to put on a character for some of your friends because they expect this from you all the time. And if you're not that, they don't want to be around you. Um, but because they're your only connections, you stay. We've had these really deep conversations, and I just know that some of y'all out there are yearning for those types of conversations. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that if you are, chances are that you probably have that person in your friend circle already that you can share yourself with and be safe with, where you can be like, girl, I've known you forever. I've known all these things about you. Even the things I don't know about you are not going to are not going to make me hate you, dislike you, push you away. We've right. all got skeletons in our closet. We all have done things we're ashamed of. Come on here to these titties and get take this hug because you deserve. 
that's where I am this week. I, I love that. And and girl actually speaks to me because I remember a point in my time in my life uh, <clears throat> when I was making not so smart decisions uh, in regards to a nigga. And I had my friends actually had to pull me aside and just be like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, we can see like they it was so funny. I was in a because uh, I was smoking uh, the clove cigarette cigar things. Jeez, I was on them since hot. Um, it was one night I was just in the courtyard just smoking because it, it was relationship nigga shit going on and I was stressed and upset and hurting. And they walked up on me was like, uh, put that out and let's go in here and talk. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and I think a bad decision was made that night. Um, mm-hmm. it may have been fueled by alcohol. Um, but they, 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 they chewed my ass out the next morning over that bad decision as well. Um. So yeah, it, it's it's really dope having those friends and having that circle that knows you really well, and, and you know that you're you're comfortable with them checking you. Mm. That's really important. Um, and then, I mean, I have my friend circles, you know, here that it's just like they can tell me I'm fucking up or it's bad or I need to get my shit together, and I'm just like, you know what, you're right. I'm not gonna argue Absolutely. with you on that. Um, not everybody gets that privilege, but you know, a few do, and I appreciate them and the role that they play in my life. And shout out to all my niggas. You know, all of, you know, all of mine too. Like, not even the like the friend I went with, I was already friends with. To be just close about. Shout out to everybody who's been riding with me forever. Listen. Like my best friend, um, who knows everything about me. Like I have this really bad habit, um, and it's the trauma. But I have this really bad habit of compartmentalizing my life for my friends. So, like, mm. one friend will know up to this much, and then another one up to this much. I and, do that, too. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's the trauma. You don't trust people. And because the trick is to give you just enough that you know me personally, you know me intimately, but not enough that you could wound me indefinitely. You know, like, right. it's like one of those things. Just enough that it's just real enough, but also keeping enough back is still being real. Right. Um. But my best friend on the planet, Mike, he knows everything there is to know about me. He's been, I met him. I met him three months after my mom died. Um, mm-hmm. And his family just kind of scooped me up in like a whirlwind of crazy loud Italian folks. And it just never, we never went back. Like his mama is my mama. Like we have the same, me and him have the same birthday. So when I go over there, she celebrates me just like I'm her son. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, man, like you got to have those people in your life that are going to challenge you, want you to do better push you to be better but also while they're challenging you and hooping and hollering they're actually carrying you too like when they right. see you dragging they're like what can i do to help you like what what else what else do you need from me mm-hmm. you know i see you got i see you got a quarter of a tank left we got to get this shit filled back up how do we do it right. like those are the people that i've been that i've been blessed enough um to really get to know and have in my life so girl thank you hey <laughs> Everybody oh, needs a Kelly Rowland or a few, and we got them. Oh, amen. Blessed. Amen. We got Kellys. We got Michelle's. We even got Latoya's and Latavia's. Uh, some of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, shit, with that being said, the, the doors of the church are now open. I ain't said it in yes. a minute. Um, if you like to come to Beezus, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at BoysLoveB. Bam, yes. I got that one right. And hit us up on the Gmail <laughs> at boysofbeyonce at gmail.com. 
uh, leave us them five star ratings and stuff. You know, let us know that you're liking the show. You know, them comments, and everything, all that helps. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mama. Um, <laughs> you know, let's get this in the hands of Beyonce or Angie. Uh, let's just get it there. Uh, and and let's just continue to be great. Where can they find you at? You can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter under one name at Charnel B. Um, you can listen to me. Um, every week, every Tuesday on What About Your Friends. You can listen to me every other Monday on What Did You Do? What about you, Huey? Uh, you know, you can hit me on the Twitter and the IG at Baby Huey. That's B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. Um, I just got back on Snapchat. I don't plan on being on there a lot, but that's Baby underscore Huey. Um, <laughs> catch me in, in uh, you know, Chapter 2 of the web series. And then another one coming up soon most likely possibly is still like pre-production so i ain't going to talk too too much about it but right. uh i i you know i did what i had to do with my audition and i got the bro um so I'll, I'll, I'll you know i've been out here hustling man uh i know it shit it's been a busy year um but yeah catch me in those places and and you know catch me on twitter and, and get all the updates and see where i'm at and what i'm doing and i plan on taking over the world Hey, it is what it is, and and you know, with that being said, I just want y'all to know and remember and always keep it in your heart that all roads lead to be that they do. So, until next time, deuces and do say happy birthday to the queen, happy birthday to the king, happy birthday to Beyonce, Giselle, Nose, Hyphen, and Carter, yes, happy birthday, Feliz Cumpleaños, see. Uh, I don't know how to say happy birthday in any other languages, uh, but if I did, I would. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But no, we out. Peace. Bye.